Thanks so much for listening. Before I get into the episode, I wanted to thank today's podcast sponsor, which is Coda Luna and their baby keepsake castle. I personally just put all of my baby's memorabilia into these little keepsake castle boxes and they are so adorable functional. And if you really love organization, then you're really going to love this keepsake box. So not only is it a keepsake box, but it also includes a baby book and it has space for capturing all of the milestones of your baby's early years. And then the keepsake box itself stores all of the memorabilia that you want to keep. So baby's first socks and pacifier and the little hat that they wore when they came home from the hospital. So this keepsake castle with the baby memory book is more than just an organizational product. It's a gateway to preserving the remarkable journey of new parenthood. So take a moment to visit keepsakecastle.com today and embark on creating a lasting legacy of love and nostalgia. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Today I am all on my own and I am going to be talking about the importance of using breath awareness during labor and even after labor. Using breath awareness during labor as a pain coping strategy or a discomfort coping strategy is something that I learned when I took a birthing from within class when I was preparing to give birth to my second baby. And it's what I trained in when I became a birthing from within certified childbirth education mentor. Today, I'm going to talk about the benefits of utilizing your breath during labor. And I'm going to give you a little taste of part of my birthing from within class. I am now teaching childbirth classes online. It's a virtual four-week series, and in each week, I go over a different breath awareness technique, and each technique kind of builds on each other, and so what I'm going to go over today is the foundation of breath awareness, and a lot of the information that I'm going to be talking about comes from my training in birthing from within, so a lot of the information that I'll go over is going to be a paraphrase from Birthing From Within trainers and Pam England, who is the author of Birthing From Within and many, many other books, including Ancient Map for Modern Birth, which I'm actually going to start our discussion today by reading a paragraph from that book. So Pam England talks about the difference between pain and suffering. So I'm going to read a quote from her book, Ancient Map for Modern Birth. Pain is experienced in the body, while suffering arises from the mind. Suffering is more than simply experiencing unwanted or unpleasant physical sensations. We suffer when we fixate on negative stories about what is happening to us. In labor, thinking about the past or worrying about the future, as well as judging the pain itself or our response to it, creates suffering. As humans, Our greatest gift and downfall is our ability to respond to our current experience by creating internal stories. Suffering, a narrative thread that is wrapped around the pain, quickly leads to doubt, fear, habitual responses, and avoidance. Such ongoing negative mental chatter is what needs to be addressed and changed. Pain may be an inevitable part of childbirth, but much can be done to ease suffering. I just love that quote. I love that idea and that concept. I remember having a a bit of a light bulb moment 
when I heard that difference between suffering and pain. For me personally, I believe that I grew up my entire life believing that pain was something really bad and it was something to be avoided at all costs. That's honestly the reason why I think that I became addicted to marijuana. And it's something that I didn't learn about the idea of avoiding pain until I got pregnant and thought about the idea of having an unmedicated childbirth. And I was really curious about that. And I was very interested in doing that, but also very, very scared and had a lot of conflicting thoughts about giving birth without any type of pain medication. I explored that idea. I, especially in my second birth, after having already experienced the pain of childbirth, I still wanted that. I still was going after that. And so that is what ultimately led me to wanting to take a birthing from a thin class. And this idea, again, it just blew me away that pain is something sensed by the body, but suffering is something that goes on in the mind. And it really challenged my concept of pain and that it needed to be avoided and that I needed to run away from it or that it was bad. Instead, now I have a much more neutral opinion of pain, that it is simply a sensation, feedback even for your body. Oftentimes in my birthing from within classes that I mentor parents in, I talk about the idea of if you put your hand on a hot stove, you immediately feel pain in your hand, and that is your body sending a signal to your brain saying, move your hand. You will get hurt if you keep your hand in this position. It's not good nor bad. It's neutral. It is sending a signal of information. It is feedback. And so in childbirth, it's the same way. That's what I believe is the reason why contractions are painful, because you're going about your business, living your daily life, as uncomfortable as pregnancy is, uh, or can be, especially at the end of pregnancy, you're going about your business and then your body starts to send you signals to say, hey, guess what? Something amazing is about to happen. You're getting ready to give birth to your baby. So it's time to slow down, hunker down, get in a safe space. And as you get your body gets closer and closer to birthing your baby, however they need to be born, those pain sensations grow stronger, more frequent, more intense oftentimes as a way of signaling a little bit louder for your brain to hear in case it hadn't already gotten the message of it is time, like stop what you're doing, pay attention, this is a big deal. And so to me, that whole concept was really a game changer of just kind of accepting the idea of pain and not fighting against it, but rather surrendering to the pain, then also knowing that childbirth and the pain that comes with childbirth not have to be a horrible situation in which you suffer. Instead, there are things that you can do to mitigate that negative storytelling in your brain. And so that really is the foundation for the purpose behind breath awareness, along with something that I learned in a meditation class that I took. And in this meditation class, they started off asking a series of questions about, okay, how long can you go without eating? And that's like weeks. How long can you go without drinking water? It's days. And how long can you go without breathing? A couple minutes. Out of all the things that are necessary for life, breath is the most important. You can go without it for the shortest amount of time. And so in an intense situation, like childbirth often is, you always have breath 
to ground you, to go back to, to sustain you. And so that is why, that's one of the reasons I love Birthing from Within and the work that I personally have done and the lessons that I can share with parents to take with them in intense moments that labor often brings and after labor as well. One thing that I do want to give is kind of a caveat um, or an add-on is that these breath awareness techniques, this concept of pain versus suffering does not have to only apply to those birthing people who give birth without pain medication. These breathing techniques and this idea of pain versus suffering and utilizing mindfulness can be used in a myriad of other ways. In this episode, I am focusing on it being utilized for labor, but again, it's not just for a particular type of labor or a particular birth with a particular outcome, like having a quote unquote natural birth, which I don't really love that phrase because it gives the idea that all other births are not natural. And that's not true. This is not just for unmedicated or pain medication free childbirth. When you have an epidural, there can be some uncomfortable aspects to it. Um, The epidural might not completely work in every part of your body, or it does completely work and provide you with pain relief from the contractions, but there are some other uncomfortable aspects to it, such as the blood pressure cuff. When you have an epidural, you have a blood pressure cuff on the entire time and it goes on and off every few minutes. Also, I remember feeling very uncomfortable just laying on my back in kind of almost like a supine reclined position. I wanted to shift around, but just couldn't really do that because of the epidural and all of the stuff that I was hooked up to. In an epidural situation, breath awareness can be utilized to deal and manage with any uncomfortable feelings, not just contraction pain. Similarly, in a cesarean birth, A birthing person does not feel any pain from the actual surgical procedure. That is the goal of everyone in the room, especially the anesthesiologist. But there can be a lot going on in someone's mind. Fear of what's happening to them, just the intensity of the unknown and all of the people in the room and unfamiliar sounds, sights, smells, all of that can be overwhelming and could be very uncomfortable And so breath awareness can be used in that scenario as well. So with all of that being said, I want to talk about mindfulness a little bit more. So there is this concept called the monkey mind, and that is a Buddhist phrase referring to your mind's activity and jumping around that it does pretty much all the time that we're awake. And they call it monkey mind because it's like a monkey swinging from limb to limb on a tree. Our minds can change direction from one thought to another and just kind of go on and on. So when our bodies experience pain, a lot of times this monkey mind will create a response or a narrative to that situation that actually can increase our discomfort. And then we can start to kind of buy into those stories that our mind is creating. And that is the point where we start to enter into that suffering realm. So suffering is all of the other stuff that is going on around the painful sensation, all of the stories we tell ourselves about, we just can't take it anymore, or we're not prepared enough, or I want to blame somebody, or wondering how long this is going to go on or how much worse it could possibly get. And these are habits that we have formed over our entire lived experience. 
So this idea of being mindful is a new routine and a new habit that you can practice and that you can utilize in those moments of intensity like you would probably expect during labor and childbirth. So the reason why I go over a different breath awareness technique in each week during my childbirth class is because it provides an opportunity for parents to practice this. With practice and focus, parents can learn to kind of quiet down that monkey mind or at least slow it down. And they can practice when they notice their their mind going off into that monkey mind realm. They can practice grounding themselves and bringing themselves back to the breath. And this helps with coping with pain. It's designed to help parents increase awareness of their mind's responses to difficult sensations, to painful sensations, so that they can then quiet their mind, slow down that monkey mind, and just be present in the moment. And just to be clear, this is a pain coping technique. Pain coping does not mean pain elimination. So it's not going to eliminate the pain and it might not eliminate suffering. So if you do experience something that feels like suffering, you aren't doing anything wrong. Just know that you have an opportunity every single time that your mind wanders to come back to the breath. And the more that parents practice, the easier and more automatic that practice becomes. Another point that I'd like to clarify is that when I use the term breath awareness technique, That is different than changing your breath or creating an intentional breathing pattern. So this is not to teach you how to breathe, rather teaching you to tap into your breath and notice your natural breath pattern. Notice nuanced observations about your breath. And so in Birthing From Within, we trust that our body will breathe itself just right and perfectly in labor. When you are in labor, as labor progresses, you might notice that your breath naturally changes, that your breath is shallow at times, or it's very, very heavy and intense and loud at other times. Again, I am not trying to, I don't want to teach anybody how to breathe or change how they breathe, but just observe how their body naturally breathes. Okay, so now that I've kind of done that long introduction of breath awareness and the foundation behind it and the reason behind it, I am actually going to go over a breath awareness technique. So if you are driving or operating any type of heavy machinery, I would encourage you to pause this audio playback at this point and push play again when you are in a more safe environment, when you are not distracted with something else. This is something that you can do really anywhere. You don't have to be sitting on a yoga mat or laying down or anything. Just wanted to give some caution that this is going to take some focus. So if you are doing anything else in which this could distract you, um, go ahead and pause the playback at this point. I'm first going to go over the basics of breath awareness and walk you through an exercise where you can do this wherever you are sitting or standing or laying. And then I'm actually going to invite you to increase the intensity of the practice. If you would like to do this, uh, you are not required to do anything you don't want to do. 
But again, to be in line with giving you a taste of a birthing from within class, this is something that we do in every class. And so after I go over the initial breath awareness technique and overview, I will invite you to go into your kitchen and get some ice. Get a cup of ice and get a hand towel or two. And what we'll do in the second half of this exercise is I will invite you to pick up a handful of ice and go over this breath awareness technique while holding the ice. The reason why we do that is because in labor, you will be feeling some type of a painful stimuli. The ice is not meant to be painful in a way that would harm you. We want to be ethical about this. But the idea is to give your brain something to bump up against so that you can observe what your brain does when it kind of wants to escape a uncomfortable situation or an uncomfortable stimulus. If you want to join in for the full exercise, I invite you to do so. All right. So to start the breath awareness exercise, not holding ice, just dropping in wherever you are, seated position laying down, whatever is most comfortable for you. I invite you to let your eyes soften, gaze downward, or even close your eyes if you'd like. Bring your full attention to your breathing. Notice your inhalation. Notice when you exhale. You might even notice a pause between the two. Don't make any effort to change or control how you're breathing in any way. Instead, be curious. Is your breath long? Is it shallow? Is it soft? Do you feel any tightness? And if your mind begins to wander, I invite you to just notice the next breath. Notice the next inhale or exhale. Just bring your attention back to your breath. All right. So now that you've got an idea of just observing your breath, I invite you to come back to the room fully and go ahead and go grab some ice and a kitchen towel. You can pause the recording. And then once you have all your materials, we'll go through the full breath awareness technique. All right, if you have your ice and your towel, when I say pick up your ice, go ahead and grab a big handful full of ice. It doesn't have to be, you know, 11 ice cubes, um, but we want more than one or two, enough that you can kind of feel it. And I am going to walk you through a guided breath awareness practice. And we're going to hold the ice for 60 seconds because that is the average length of a contraction during labor. All right. Go ahead and pick up your ice, gaze down or close your eyes, and notice your first inhalation. On your next inhalation, I invite you to count to four. And on your exhalation, count to five. Repeat this a few times. And if your mind starts to wander, just focus on the next breath. Now I invite you to notice the sound of your breath. How does it sound when you inhale? Does it sound a little different when you exhale? Now bring your attention to the feeling of your breath. 
As it goes into your nostrils, it might feel a little bit colder. And as you exhale out your nose, it might feel a little bit warmer. Again, if your mind wanders, just return to the next breath. All right, go ahead and put down your ice. I'm just going to let you sit in that moment and think about what you noticed. Did you notice the pain or uncomfortability of the ice in your hand? Can you still feel it a little bit now? What did your mind do or say? Did it try to escape? Was it telling you a story about how long this was taking? Did you get distracted by some of the breath exercises? I'm very curious about how this exercise was for you. I would love to hear your feedback if you want to leave a comment on social media, on Instagram at Finding Your Village, or comment, leave a review about this episode wherever you listen to your podcast, or reach out to me directly via email, amanda at findingyourvillagepod.com. If you thought this exercise was silly or not helpful, I would love to hear that feedback as well. I am always trying to improve my practice and improve the podcast as well as I continue in my second year of podcasting and as I embark on my new journey as a childbirth education mentor. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you for those who stayed with me throughout the entire episode and who were brave and chose to practice this strange technique that we don't necessarily get to do in our everyday lives. And if you are pregnant or expecting and would like to do a little more of this work, um, again, this was just kind of the tip of the iceberg of what I practice in my classes. And so if you did enjoy this and, and you would like to do a little bit more work, I would love to work with you. Right now, I have classes opening up in the beginning of August and then again in the beginning of September, and the classes are virtual via Zoom every Wednesday night starting at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and you can sign up for a class at my website, www.findingyourvillage.com slash classes. Uh, if you would like to talk to me about the class before you actually sign up, if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to me in any of the ways that I just listed. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you liked the episode and would like to hear more, please follow Finding Your Village wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, I have a brand new website that not only includes past podcast episodes, but also features the Birthing from Within birth preparation classes that I'm now teaching online. Please check out the site at www.findingyourvillage.com and feel free to connect with me via Instagram at findingyourvillage. Thank you so much and stay safe, healthy, and connected. <music>